Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. This is Brendo here. Phil is still on vacation. I had a plan for a guest, but technicalities arose and um, running out of time. And um, I just want to give you guys an episode this week that is enjoyable, hopefully, to you. Phil is coming back from vacation today. And we're headed to Arcade Expo in Banning on Friday. If you go to Arcade, if you just Google Arcade Expo Banning, it'll give you, I think it's ArcadeExpo.com. I'm not 100% sure, but we will be there on Friday. There is a Groupon deal. You can get two tickets for $30. The rest of the weekend's uh, rather pricey, which is also we got stuff going on this weekend. Um, I've been going to Lucha Underground tapings. If you're into wrestling, it's awesome. And uh, be excited for season two of Lucha Underground. You can also join in the fun playing the Where is Brendo? Find Brendo game as I am in the bulk of the episodes. I think I missed one set of tapings. So I missed like four episodes of the whole season. So um, I guess you have that to look forward to if you're into that at all. Um, Let's see what else is going on. We are confirmed for um, Long Beach Comic Con. That will be February 20th and 21st. We're going to be doing our webcomics advocate panel. Not sure which day yet. We will let you know once that happens. For Kickstarter backers, vinyl is almost here. And once we get it and once we get everything put together, we'll start shipping stuff out. Very exciting. We're also going to be, um, once Phil gets back, we're going to be working on some of those uh, special backer episodes of the podcast, commentaries. we got the Angus commentary coming up. We're also working on a few other things right now. Um, man, you guys, uh, it's been a whirlwind weekend. I had a good weekend going to the uh, Lucha Underground tapings and then got home, um, started watching 90210 as I do, and then um, got on Facebook to message somebody and saw that David Bowie had passed away and... Um, if you've been follow, if you've been looking on my Twitter and Facebook, it's been, it's been really, um, it's been rough. But I, I, I'm just happy that he went out on his own terms. He, he went, he was creating stuff to the very end. I can only hope to live that kind of life creatively. I mean, his last album, I listened to it on repeat last night about four or five times. If you haven't listened to Black Star, you should. It's incredible, and it's a it's an amazing last goodbye to every to to the to to us and to his life, and just a la- one last creation. It's beautiful. It's really well done. If you, I mean, it's it's one of it's it's a great album, and I mean, it was released on Friday which I thought it was coming out this Tuesday, so I didn't even know it was available until I dug around. I mean, I don't know when this happened. I think I think it happened sometime in the last year or so, but New Music Tuesday is now New Music Friday. I, I'm so out of touch with that kind of stuff that, that I didn't even know. Um, I mean, a lot of my generation's initial exposure to David Bowie was, of course, Labyrinth, but then I didn't really... I mean, you know, at 80s, of course, you heard changes and... Let's dance and and things like that, um, and on the radio a lot, 
and and especially like his his like less dance china girl super popular stuff i mean that's when he blew up but i didn't really get into bowie's music um until when i was 13 um i had an older friend who um would after my dad died um would kind of babysit us quite a bit and one time we were driving in her car and she was a huge boy fan and she had one of his live albums and i remember that was one of my first like whoa like this you know when you're because you're when you're younger i mean i talk about this a lot like i i you listen to a lot of whatever was popular and and in my case it was like mc hammer cnc music factory and then i got into like grunge nirvana and stuff and and that was i really connected with that but bowie was like this whole other level and and hearing that live album just it it really i connected with it and it was one of those things like there's tons of stuff but it was one of the big things that got me through that time um and and um and and he's just one of the big inspirations of my creative life and the way he was constantly reinventing himself and he always because a lot of those guys from his generation, this has been pointed out, um, they they kind of looked at future generations um, with resentment and like, oh, you're not rock and roll or all this. And Bowie was never, he always embraced and encouraged musicians and encouraged creativity and produced um, some of like iconic albums. And he took people under his wing. And, I mean, he was one of the first people I knew of, one of the first musicians that really embraced the Internet, that saw the whole sea change, the industry coming, and and um, and kind of embraced all that and, and took it in stride, especially from his, you know, peop- uh, musicians of his generation were actively fighting or just yelling, get off my lawn. And he was never that. And... And um, that's always been an inspiration to me in in everything I do. And man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him so much. But he has so much, so much. He left so much in this world. He really left his mark, and so he will never die. And that's what's great about being an artist is that you can create things and put things into this world that. You know, nobody can take that away from you. And so I would encourage all of us to think about the things that we want to do, that we're thinking about doing. And remember this, because this just hit me hard last night. And, you know, David Bowie has, we found, like, it was revealed that David Bowie has been fighting cancer for the last 19 months. And so this was a, this, I mean, he knew it was happening. And David, what did David Bowie do? He didn't go off and... In, in in solitude he didn't he didn't you know i don't know what a lot, i mean people do different things when they know they're when they get when that happens but he made his art he continued to make his art he released a music video like just a few days ago he which oh my god watch that lazarus video it'll blow your mind um but he made this album and listen to this album and he made this while he was dying of cancer and I just I wrote this on my tweet I mean all my excuses are shit cuz David Bowie made an amazing album when he definitely didn't have to and 
and that's and then when you're when you're an artist you you do it because you have to because you otherwise like what what is what is your life and and David Bowie's life was his art and he, he lived that to the very end and I have no excuse for anything and so that's I'm working on some new projects I started a writing project yesterday you'll be seeing more of that um stay tuned to brendoman.com actually for that and also make sure you check out radiobrendo.com all the latest um that's got links to our subreddit our facebook group um all that good stuff and uh i think that's pretty much it for now and today i'm giving you a, another classic episode this is from let's see this is from June 8th, 2005. So um, this is the first podcast I recorded back in the United States. I was back living in Orange County. I hadn't started working for Disneyland yet, but um, this is me and Danny. The audio quality is not so good, but um, you can see this is where I was at at the time. We talk a lot about like nerdy computer stuff. Um, I also play two tracks, from one from Cold War Kids, and they graciously, I mean, this was before they got signed and and hit it big, and they graciously let me use this track on the podcast. And then um, another, the second track is from a band that Phil and I worked with um, through Pop Vox Music called uh, Great Glass Elevator. Sadly, they they didn't make it. I mean, it's kind of a contrast there where one of the bands is huge now. I mean, they've got a huge, giant hit on the radio right now. And then Great Gots Elevator, which is one of those, oh, what could have been things, because they were great. But um, they got signed and kind of, I'm not sure what happened, they kind of imploded. Um, but lots of good memories going to great shows that they put on. Um, and uh, so there's a couple music tracks. And I was really obsessed with the Grey album. So um, questionable, but whatever. Um, as far as having it on the podcast, but it became my new intro, um, one of the tracks from that, that was the Danger Mouse combining Jay-Z's Black Album with the Beatles' White Album, hence the title, Grey Album, and I just love those tracks, and um, Danger Mouse would go on with the fame from this to, um, later on that year, create Gnarls Barkley with CeeLo, and they just exploded, so... Um, it's kind of interesting, interesting point in time. And also podcasting at this point was kind of starting to take off even back in 05. Um, but it was still pretty, pretty wild west, pretty frontier. And, um, just quick disclaimer, some of the links mentioned might probably not exist anymore, especially things like the brendoman.com forums, RIP, and, uh, You'll hear me refer to this as the Brendoman.com podcast. I think it's because I lost the Radio Brendoman domain name already. I don't know. I don't know why I was. I think I was. I don't know what I was doing with that because I had, I had done some Radio Brendoman stuff. I don't know because I had the Radio Brendoman.com domain, but I was calling it the Brendoman.com podcast. It kind of interchangeable at the time. So hope you enjoy that, and we will be back next week talking to me and Phil. 
Um, I this feud with Derek, I'm, I, I, it's stuck. I'm stuck in the middle with this, and I hope we can get it figured out. I hope Phil's not too upset about it. I, 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 I think it can be resolved. Um, I think it's just some misunderstandings, you know, and hopefully we can work through those things, and hopefully Derek will stop stirring the pot. But I uh, hope you enjoyed that podcast last week with me and Derek. It's always fun. And um, so let's get to it, and we'll see you next week with me and Phil. And on with the show. I mean, our last podcast, me and Luis did that one around Christmas time. So it's been a while. I mean, it's June now, and now podcasting's like huge. But uh, we were on the band. We, we hopped on quite early, <laughs> and then we kind of hopped off before it got huge. So I guess now we're starting over. I don't know. So um, right now we're recording on Skype, and we'll see how this works. Um Let's talk about something that is uh, dear to Danny's heart right now. Um, Danny, I understand you purchased a Mac recently. Yeah, I, I did a lot of thinking about it. The, the three platforms, uh, my Windows Linux for Mac, and I finally settled on Mac and got myself a, an iMac G5 the week before they announced all the big upgrades for it. So <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works, man. And uh, the 10% discount I got for the Tiger Premier Party that I bought it at uh, was just about the same as the price protection for when the you know the price dropped on the old Mac. So I I ended up you know I only paid $1,300 for it, so that's not too bad. That's cool. So I'm really happy with it. I noticed you got a huge RAM upgrade on there. Oh, more, yeah. than, more than a gig. Well, it comes with 256, which uh-huh. is not nearly enough to. Anything. Anything. They shouldn't even sell with that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I bought another gig and put it in. Now I've got uh, one and a quarter gigs. Man, that's nuts. I got no problems with memory now. So, what are you doing on it? What are you running on there? Uh, checking email. And I, I'm doing the basic <laughs> stuff. Uh, I also have done some video editing, some uh, some video conversion, like oh, that's down, cool. download something and convert it to DVD. Uh, a little bit of gaming. A little bit of uh, photo and stuff, stuff like that, audio. So I heard you're playing Warcraft 3. Is that on the Mac or is that PC? Uh, I don't have Warcraft 3. I've been playing a oh. little bit of StarCraft. I'd oh, like you to told Warcraft. me to play Warcraft 3. You didn't have it. Yeah, I've tried it out and it's pretty fun. I love it. I, I started playing it. But then um, 
and I was getting into it, and then I got into something that just kind of sucked me in. Um, I Hanzo got me into Knights of the Old Republic because the first one's on sale for super cheap. Now that the second one's out, mm-hmm. it's so awesome. It's so a really it like fun game. It's it is it is an RPG style kind of thing, but it's a little bit more action than a regular RPG. You know, it's not like where you get in a fight and everything stops. It's not like that. It's not turn based. No, um, but um, yeah, you can basically everything you do um, impacts your like you have a light side, dark side rating, and everything, every decision you make, every conversation you have impacts that. So basically you can either become a Jedi or become a Sith eventually. Right now I just became a Jedi, but I'm but I think it has a total replay value because I'm totally ready to once I'm done with this campaign finish and try and go bad. Nice. And the graphics are great. It looks beautiful on my new computer. Since my laptop died, I, I got delved. <laughs> you I got delved. Um <laughs> Friends don't let friends buy a Dell laptop. I'm not even down with laptops anymore because of this experience. Because laptops, they're just harder and more expensive to repair. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And a lot of them have proprietary parts, especially Dells. Like, Mike is getting a new laptop, and we found out my RAM like won't even work in his laptop, so can't mm-hmm. even use that. Um, we can't even take out the video card. Um, the only thing we can use from it is uh, the mini PC, the mini PCI. It had um, a wireless G adapter, so I might be able to do something with that. So it's, it's that's just it's hard. It's a bummer. So I'm not I'm I'm kind of off the laptop wagon for a while. Yeah, I was I was definitely on the lap uh, desktop. Something I could just keep on all the time. Yeah, that's it's always nice. Not running hot. Yeah, that's another like big that. thing. Um, they always get so hot. And uh, so now I got this. We put together a desktop. Mike gave me a 512 stick of RAM, and then one of my friends gave me a monitor. So we just kind of kept checking out the deals at Fry's because they get they have three ads a week. So you just kind of got to keep looking, and eventually you'll find something you want. We picked up a case for $34, picked up a video card for 45 bucks, a 128 meg GeForce 4 card, um, and picked up uh, um, an AMD 2800. 64-bit processor with motherboard, all of that for less than 300 bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. The whole package, and then I've slapped. Right now, I got a CDRW drive in here, which is kind of a bummer because I really like to burn some DVDs and stuff. But that'll be my next thing because we've seen those at Fry's for 40 bucks, but we're waiting for that to come on sale. Are you going to get dual layer? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That was- that was one of the upgrades to the new iMac G5. It went from single layer to dual layer. So that's yeah. really good because dual layer. I mean, you can burn. That's twice as much data right there. Yeah, that I can't use because I got the old one. <laughs> Stinks. But I mean, because with one, if you got a dual layer rewritable disk, you just need that disk. That's like a portable hard drive right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty huge. And um, and I also have my 30 gigabyte um, iPod. Which now is I my on my laptop my I couldn't fill up my iPod all the way because my laptop hard drive was as big as my iPod hard drive but now I can fill up my iPod all the way thirty yeah. gigs of music and books that's cool um, I got some books on Audible um, but right now I'm not on Audible because I can't afford it right now I went on vacation mode 
<laughs> um, but I recently finished America the Audiobook, which is hilarious. But oh, you still got to watch, you got to get the actual book, too. But they're both great experiences. I love the book. Because the audiobook is really funny because you got all the different cast people reading. And then the, the, the visual book, it looks like a textbook. <laughs> I know you have it, Danny. It's got all the hilarious pictures. And the front thing, it's even got the, like, the write your name in it. Yeah. It's hilarious. So, um, another big thing that's been happening recently um, is uh, Kevin Rose's show, System, System, S-Y-S-T-M dot org. And he's distributing it by BitTorrent. Yep. So what were you saying their download was the, for the first what was the first week? Yeah, they said they were estimating it was six terabytes of data that got downloaded. That's insane, and that's all over BitTorrent. Yeah, I, mean, I think that it was close to a hundred thousand people. That's nuts. That's yeah. proof that that kind of thing could seriously work. Well, take a look at Twitcast too. This week in tech with all the old screensavers guys. Yeah, I mean. Have you listened to that? Um, yeah, I got a chance to finally listen to it. It was great. It was like old times. It's it's really popular too, and it's good, good quality stuff. Yeah, and system. I was watching it in full screen, and it's it's great quality, and and that's I think that's a great way to distribute stuff. I mean, Kevin Rose was like, these guys won't let me do what I want to do. Then I'm gonna go and do my own thing and distribute it, and people are gonna watch it because, and they did, and I think yeah. that's great. <coughs> yep, I watched it in the the new Apple QuickTime mm-hmm. format. What is it? H two sixty four. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah I, really I didn't good. know what that was. That's I cool. think it's going to be available for the PC pretty soon. Cool. But, I mean, the content itself was a little bit over my head, and I'm a pretty big geek, but I'm not as much of a electronics guy, and that they were, like, building circuits and stuff, <laughs> and their little war driving box, or yeah. war viewing, or whatever they call it. War spying, I think. War spying. Basically, you're intercepting wireless camera feeds for, like, security cameras and stuff. But they put it all in this neat... They used a... What was it? Like a cash box? Yeah. And they built this nice little box with an LCD panel and everything on it. It was ridiculous. They could... Those guys could probably make some killer case mods. Oh, yeah. Better than that TIE Fighter case mod, which is a cool thing, because it's got the desk. (laughs) That was crazy. Yeah, I guess so. What if you, uh... But if you want to go to a LAN party, though. See, then you're screwed. <laughs> LAN party's going to be at your place if you have one of those. Mike's got a little shuttle PC. It's pretty nice. His is kind of heavy, though. But they have these shuttles. They have these new shuttles, like the newest shuttles. They're almost like Mac Minis. Hmm. They're tiny. But you can't have a... They're like special motherboards. They have one AGP slot, one PCI slot. Um, but they're still incredible. I mean, you can still slap in, like, whatever you want in there. And and they got, like, bags for them that fit, like, in a little bag. <laughs> Perfect for LAN parties. That's fun. But they're, he, they're really nice. Because he was using it because um, he had to go back and forth to his church a lot. And he, used, he had his computer because he do presentations. And you don't want some gigantic monstrosity when you're going back and forth in the car all the time. Did he have a monitor at both places? Um, well, he had, yeah, he did, a monitor both places. That's cool. And I think the iMac's going to be good for LAN parties. Yeah, it's nice and slim, and it's all in one unit. I've taken it over to a friend's house to watch movies on it before. That's cool. Yeah, my, my case is nice and small. I didn't go for one of those gargantuan tower cases. This one's pretty small and manageable, and the side opens up really easy. Um, I like it a lot. Cool. 
Um, it was it was nice and cheap too, and it's got this little holographic thing, so I'm kind of tricked out, kind of looking a little cool there. Maybe I'll put a little etching on the side, maybe cut out and put a little. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm not that big of a <laughs> crazy on the case mods, but um, I don't know. Hey, so uh, this can't be a BrendoMan.com podcast without some super cool independent music. So now I got some music off some of my friends' bands that have these sites on um, MySpace. MySpace is not just for little teeny bopper girls with their blogs anymore. A lot of bands are using it, and it's kind of like viral band marketing. And they all have, there's like, they've got these really great little flash players um, that'll play their music. And then a lot of bands offer downloads, and it's not just little independent bands, um... Weezer has a page on there. They actually, you could stream the new Weezer album before it even had come out. And some other stuff. So it's becoming a big thing for music. And a lot of my friends' bands have um, music, their music up here on MySpace. And the first one we're going to play is my friend Matt. He's in a band called The Cold War Kids. And um, he used to be in a punk rock band, and now they're kind of more just regular rock and he plays bass in this band. And see, like right now, it says they have 366 friends. Which, I don't know if that's a lot or not. I have 50 friends. I guess yeah. that means I'm so cool. But anyways, this song <laughs> is called um, The Soloist in the Something. It doesn't cut off. The Soloist in the Living Something by the Cold War Kids. We'll have the full track listing on the show notes, which will be on the blog. Um... So here is the Cold War Kids.
was rocking. Yeah, that was really rocking, Cold War Kids. Um, you can check them out at coldwarkids.com um, or look them up on MySpace, and you can listen to more of their music. Um, they've got shows in L.A. coming up. There's one tomorrow in L.A. So check out their show, um, check out their show schedule and be sure to check them out. Um, so what else do we say we're going to talk about, Danny? Uh, I don't remember now. Did we say we were going to talk about the Mac Intel thing? Oh, yeah, Mac Intel. Everybody's talking about that, so we got to jump on that bandwagon. What do you think about the Mac Intel thing? Well, I don't know why people are making a big deal out about it, honestly. I, the biggest thing that concerns me is people are thinking that uh, they won't sell anything between now and then because nobody wants to buy something that's going to be replaced in a year. That's true. And I can see that. I mean, I, I can see in a year people are going to be writing their new software for, for well, the new Well, does it need all new software? Well, you have to rewrite it. You can't just... It's like trying to play, uh, play a... Windows software on a Mac. Well, that's it's, true. you got to rewrite the software, so that's going to be the big problem. I mean, they'll support the G5. They'll support the PowerPC processor for several years. So what will this new PC processor be called, the G6, or will they come up with something different? You know, I haven't heard what they're going to call it. It's going to be x86, though. Mm. So uh, I don't know if IBM owns the name G5. or. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I have no idea how it's going to work. Well, that'll definitely be a good Linux environment, though. Well, right now Linux will run on either one. Yeah. So do you run Linux stuff on your Mac? Uh, I run a few open source apps. You, it's kind of weird ha- how you have to do it with some programs. Mm. Like, uh, I've been trying to get the GIMP to run, the Photoshop oh. replacement. Yeah. And uh, it just doesn't work very good. You've got to run it under X11, which is kind of this emulation sort of thing. Um, I haven't had real good results with it yet, but I'm still playing with it. So could you um, run, like, Apache on there or something like that? Yeah, I think Apache comes pre-installed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. But you still got your Linux box that you run your personman.com web server on, right? Yeah, you can probably hear the humming here. I'll move the microphone over there. (laughs) It's a pretty loud machine. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that, but... Yeah, it's sitting there running personman.com. You can go... Oh yeah, and you got your you got your own blog software you've developed now. I hear. <laughs> that's another thing we can talk about. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to teach myself PHP and MySQL, and so part of that I, I decided to make my own blogware. And well, it's, I think that's I will really be the cool. first to say that it sucks. <laughs> well, it's a little, it's a neat little thing, and it's something that I think I've always wanted to do. You know, to have a totally like, get to the point where I could totally custom make my own blogware that does exactly what I want to do. But I, I think I'm very far away from that. Well, this, this project at least taught me the basics of what's happening. I mean, your, your yeah. admin page is right to a database, mm-hmm. and the blog reads from a database and formats it. Yeah. So I've got, I've got you know, kind of a grasp of how that works. That's cool. But my reward for myself, once my past my, uh, my next computer certification, is going to be a book on... PHP and MySQL. Cool, uh, man. Go through it. And you can really get going. So then, yeah, Danny is like our new Brendoman.com super web monkey. He got us working on the new, um, we got a new uh, CMS backend. We got rid of movable type, which is just a total shock to everybody. Um, They didn't think I was going to go through with it, but we did. 
Um, we're using B2 Evolution. And, Danny, why don't you tell us some more about that? Well, it's uh, it's free and open source software. That was a big difference between it and movable type. Uh, we give WordPress a look because it's it's pretty popular and well-liked. The problem yeah. with WordPress is it's, it's one blog. Yeah, it's one blog, and it also seems like they're getting hammered just as much with this movable type with, this, with the comment spam business. Oh, yeah, everybody's fighting comment spam and referral spam. Uh, B2 Evolution is staying on top of it pretty well. They have a built-in blacklist. Um, I've whipped up a couple of little scripts that, that make it update every yeah, time. Yeah, it's really good. And we haven't. the only thing we've really had to deal with is referral spam, and even that's getting under control now. We haven't had any comment spam. Yeah, it's nice and if you, um, you're a comment spammer and you're listening right now and you try and do it, we'll kill you. Yeah, it's funny you should say that. I actually cleared off about nine comment spams tonight off my oh, blog. Okay, First well, time in quite a while, though. Well, we haven't had any on the main blog. I don't yeah, think. and it's it's easy to block it, and when you block it, it reports it to the, the central blacklist, so mm-hmm. it goes out on people's updates. They, they just do a real good job of handling it. I've also been working with our HT access file trying to block some of it before it even gets to the software. Yeah. Plus, it's just, the, the blog software itself is super powerful. It's easy to do a lot of really cool stuff. It's dynamic, which is something we could just never get working in movable type, and it was a pain no. in the butt. No, movable type is, it's, uh, it made static pages, which just takes forever to post and cause a lot of problems. Yeah, definitely. But, um... Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really liking it, and we'd also just switched our forum software over to PHP BB, so now we're almost all open source. Almost. I think you're still using Blogger for something. Oh, yeah. For the little side blog, just because I don't know. We could make that a B2 blog pretty quickly. But I like playing with it. And, and eventually, well, Blogger now um, does MoBlogs, so I was, if once I get a camera phone, I was going to turn that into a MoBlog. That'd be fun. And it would be easier to go through Blogger than, like, Text America and there's some other things that have ads and stuff. Um, so I'm going to mess yeah. with that once I get it home, once I get a job, which hopefully will happen soon. That's kind of what I'm going through right now is my unemployment phase. It's it's a little bit depressing. But yeah. it's, it's good. I mean, it's good. I mean, I, I know eventually I'll find something. Um, this thing I just applied for like a bunch of jobs at Biola. Like Jerry's trying to hook me up with a job there, so we'll see what comes of that. And that'd be sweet. Yeah, I'm feeling for you, man. Sounds <laughs> like you're having a hard time. Well, it's one of those things that everybody something. goes through, and I just kind of delayed it by a year, you know. Yeah. But you were lucky. You had you got like a job offer while you're still in college. Yeah, but but then you ended I up. Didn't stick kinda, with it. Yeah, you didn't stick with it. But that kind of happens to everybody at some point, and it's cool. I mean, I'm learning a lot, and I'm, and, um, I'm just applying for a ridiculous number of jobs. I'm hoping to start some temp work, but that so far that hasn't even worked out. <laughs> but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, the Viola thing will be great because I'd really want to do something worthwhile. You know, like I come home and I felt like I accomplished something. Yeah. Instead of just punching buttons at a cash register or, you know, sitting in an office cubicle. It's just not my personality. Um, and and I feel like if I was at Biola, it would kind of be like I can still really impact people and help them. If, especially if I was in financial aid. Like, this is what I was talking about with Mike. Like, 
I know all about dealing with financial aid, and I know how much that people are stressed out when they come in there. And I feel like I could really understand them, and I could help them out. Yeah. And because I've been there, and you know, and I'd be, I'd feel like I was actually helping people. And that's kind of what I want to do. And you know, it wouldn't be as crazy busy as working at a church or something, which is turning into this, this stressful situation for me, just even applying for churches. Yeah, man, from what you're saying, I don't think I'd be one to work for any, any of those churches. <laughs> any of the ones that have... But it's just like, oh, well, you know. So hopefully something will happen soon. And Mike and Shelby have been so awesome letting me just crash here. But it's not like I don't do... I, I clean up dog crap and take care of the dogs when they're gone. Mm. They're good dogs, though. I, I, I really like them a lot. How's uh, Bear Snicks? Fine. He's got caught out in the rainstorm tonight and was pretty, pretty wet. <laughs> so I let him in and dry him off. He's a good kitty. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So your brother recorded a podcast? Is that what I heard? Uh, I think he's working on going one. to. Now, Cole, uh, Cole used to be one of our bloggers. Mm-hmm. Did one? Did you listen to that? I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird. What do they talk about? They're just being dorks, trying to be funny. Cool. Well, another podcast that I do like is Matt and Mary Ellen's podcast. Yeah. It's an enjoyable podcast. Have we made, like, a, an announcement about that on the main page? No. Uh, well, sure. Matt, I think I told Matt, I'm like, you should post about it on the main blog, but he hasn't yet. But we should do that, and we're going to plug, we'll plug their podcast. We'll put up a link to it on their show notes, and... You guys should check that one out. Um, what other podcasts are like new? Are you listening to any newer podcasts besides like the standards? You know. Well, this week in tag, I told you that. Yeah. Uh, IT conversations. That's another standard. Yeah, I always like IT conversations. They got some good stuff on there. Um. No, I haven't found anything interesting. Uh, the show. Oh, I love the show. And uh, NPR is gonna. They have a survey out now. Yeah. About I, I sent, I gave them my two cents, so maybe well, that'll happen. Um, I was, I think they need, I think that'd be great because some of the NPR shows, like Morning Stories, and other stuff, kind of already have stuff on their own. But the thing is, the thing where I don't know if they do it for some of their other shows is like This American Life, and um, what do you know? Already are on Audible for money, so mm. maybe they feel they would lose money. If they offered it in podcast form for free. Yeah, but it's public broadcast. But it is a public radio station. But they'll say, well, you can listen to it on our streaming radio when it's on, which is true. Yeah, but it'd be I nice to like have that. it in podcast form. you got to be able to time shift it, man. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely. Important. That's why I'm excited about hearing how XM and Sirius are, are going to are have, like, they have, like, PVR-like devices. Because XM is awesome. Mike has it. I love it. And if I could actually, like, download shows and control when I listen to it. Like, they have those little handheld devices that actually store stuff. Have you seen those? The little yeah, pocket XMs? Yeah, those do that. And um, But then also you can listen online if you're a subscriber, and I have that going because Mike gave me his password, and he doesn't use it. And just some of their stations are amazing. I mean, they play music you, you would never even imagine hearing on regular radio. And I think regular radio is starting to freak out. Yeah, but you, but I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, 
they won't play. They won't. I mean, with satellite, you have unlimited channels, basically. And you can have just these super, super specific channels that have exactly what somebody's looking for. And they also have, like, celebrity DJs and stuff like that. Listening to uh, um, Alice Cooper. has a No, it was Tom Petty. Tom Petty has a really good show because he just basically plays whatever he feels like playing. And it changes all the time. Like, sometimes we be like, I'm in a jazz mood, or I'm in a rock mood, or I'm in this mood, and they'll just play whatever he feels like. Hmm. It's really good. And they have, like, their indie station is amazing. Like, they play stuff that, like, I've heard tracks on XM, like, maybe, like, a couple months before they hit regular radio. Nice. That's cool. And, yeah. So, so you have, uh... Are you? Did you get the Here Come the ABCs? Yeah, we got the DVD. You like it? It's fun. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't seen the DVD, but I saw. I watched because um, DirecTV had them on Freeview doing a concert all last last couple weeks. I was yeah, watching I have that. that too. Um, That's pretty fun. So is Emma into it? Yeah, she's got a few favorites. That's cool. She likes it. It's, it's cool because it's not just kid stuff like, you know, Raffi. Like, I would never listen to Raffi now. <laughs> and, like, if you hear it with your kids, you start getting, like, super annoyed at it. Um, like that Simpsons episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas with They Might Be Giants, it's a band that you can enjoy together. You know? And they're awesome. And I think that's cool. And I really like how they're kind of embracing online distribution and... Things like that. They're not afraid of it. And that's really good. Yep, they're a good man, as you know. Yes. How I feel about Definitely. Well, let's play one more song, and then we can uh, finish it up here. Um, this next band is an, a band that my friend Phil at Potvox Music plugged me into, and he has done some shows with them. They are from Whittier. California out there, and um, one of the guys goes to Biola, which is a former um, a former alma mater school, um, and they're called Great Glass Elevator, so I think they're kind of into Charlie and the Chocolate Factory a little bit, um, but they just come out with a new EP called All in the Golden Afternoon, and um, you can check out their website on MySpace, just look them, or go to greatglasselevator.com. And they got a great sound to them, and I think you'll dig them. So this song is called uh, Drugstore Cowboy. So check that out.
Alright, th- that was Great Goth Elevator. It's really cool. So check them out. Um, I think that's going to do it for us today at the BrendoMan.com podcast. Anything else on your mind, Danny? No, that's all I know. Cool. Well, any of you other peeps listening out there, whether you're a BrendoMan.com crew or not, you can send in your segments, thoughts, ideas um, to BrendoMan at gmail.com. Um, check out our blog at brendoman.com and comment there. We got new forums up. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to put your stuff. If you got music, your ideas, we can start getting political again. Although, let's try to keep it friendly. Um, we've had some altercations about politics on this show and just on brendoman.com. We want to keep the peace here. Um, but go ahead. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so. Hope you guys have a good evening or a good day or whatever when you listen to this. And uh, thanks for listening. And hopefully we'll just keep getting better. And we're back, folks. Danny, it's been fun. Yeah, take care, man. So we will talk to you guys later. podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Color Temple Empire. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic, Jurassic Lost Hearts. World. Saving, Saving Private Ryan. AI. Minority. Catch Mitchell Intelligence. The War of Mutant. Indiana Jones. Adventures of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!